0: Under the ivy-covered trees, across the illuminated path, beyond the yard of bone lies a sanctum of cinema, games, and geek culture. And if one rolls naturally, with truth and without fear, they may enter the order of the midnight roller. Die is cast. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaea Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Roller podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully. And today, we're going to be going over a list of bad movies that we have watched. We put in quotations that actually, these are pretty bad. These are pretty bad. <laughs> um, but first, a word from our sponsor.
1: Shark Repellent. Good for Sharks, sharknados, Bad Critics, Movie Natos and anything else you need. Brought to you by Wayne Enterprises.
0: All right, so we have a list of 10 movies that we deem are some of the worst that we've seen. Some that aren't so bad. I mean, we've seen a lot of really bad movies. We've seen a lot of it.
1: But I will say this. There are some movies on here, and if you say that you like them, we cannot be friends.
0: (laughs) there are some guilty pleasures there, on there there
1: are some guilty pleasures but there are a few that are like they're bad
0: they're 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 pretty bad there is one um dishonorable mention yes and this is aragon from 2006 look people i have tried to watch this movie god knows how many times I make it through 15 minutes, then I'm freaking asleep.
1: I've only seen it once, all the way through.
0: I've never seen. I've never made it all the way through.
1: I would rather watch the D and D movie.
0: That one, I will admit, for me is a guilty pleasure.
1: It's it's a movie, but arrogant. No, no, it is no. That is absolutely mm, terrible. It is it is bad, and I've seen some really bad like fantasy movies, and that one takes the cake.
0: All right, <clears throat> so starting with number ten is Batman and Robin from 1997 uh directed by joel schumacher batman and robin must stop poison ivy mr freeze and bane from freezing gotham city while struggling with their own problems but isn't that
1: always the way it is
0: uh, i really think well first of all it start. it has an amazing cast george clooney uh, uma thurman yeah the
1: cast is that's the only saving grace It really is the only saving grace.
0: George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Alicia Silverstone, Silverstone. Uma Thurman, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, the Batman's rogues gallery is always one of the best parts of Batman. Oh, yeah. Hands down.
1: To me, I I love Batman, but it's always the villains for me.
0: It, it, it well, right. it's the films for almost everyone. Yeah. So I don't know whether they were going to go with more of, like, this is a split from, like, Batman and Robin, where Robin goes and becomes Nightwing. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that was maybe their goal. But one of the big problems, and we talked about this before mm. the podcast, I just really feel like George Clooney was too old for the yeah, role. He could have
1: been a good, like, Batman Beyond, Old Man mm. Batman.
0: I mean, it just, it, it really didn't fit the part and no. it was painful to watch it really was
1: what? i mean it wasn't like it wasn't like dark knight where it was like eh, i'm like it's a great movie yet again the bad guys in that movie are amazing mm-hmm. but it was just like i think they were trying to give us the campiness of the like 60s batman
0: yeah they definitely were harkening back to um adam west,
1: west it just didn't translate well
0: they also wanted the edginess of the um, 90s uh batman batman returns uh da, 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 da. yeah
1: no it's just not it's not gonna work nobody's gonna yeah. capture the capture what they did steven
0: spielberg <laughs> dear god why could i not think of his name he was the one who directed those right no
1: that's no. tim burton
0: tim burton dear god
1: Yeah, that's Tim Burton. What am I thinking of
0: then? No, Tim Burton, yeah. The Tim Burton Batman.
1: Nobody's going to ever top those. No offense to anybody else, but in my mind, the Mm -hmm. best Batman movies are the Tim Burton ones.
0: They they really are. I mean, I
1: can quote the first Batman pretty much line for line.
0: Well, and Batman Returns. I mean, you have Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Oh, oh, Michelle um, Pfeiffer 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 as 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 Catwoman.
1: You have... You know Christopher Walken as Max schrick like, Oh God, yes! It's the movie is he just to me those are cemented in my brain as the best Batman movies, and from there they just got worse. Oh, they did. Like, but this one takes the cake on bad.
0: Well, you you have this like horrible campiness, and I don't really see George Clooney as a comedian no and i mean chris o'donnell did a good job i mean but i was young and i thought he was hot so i mean everybody did everybody did but like the one big thing is bad nipples bad nipples
1: i mean i'll take the one before that with val kelmer and uh freaking the riddler which was yeah. That was still on track as a good Batman movie. Well,
0: that was still good, but I mean... That had just... an amazing
1: freaking cast, too. But, like, they got to this one, and it was just like... they were playing it the side of the mountain.
0: I, I actually blame it mostly on George Clooney, because yeah. you had the campiness... Arnold Schwarzenegger really played up the campiness and even Uma Thurman because uh, yeah. Poison Ivy is a very serious character. Yes. So the fact she was able to play up that sultriness that she does, but still be kind of campy and bitchy, I thought was really good. Ah uh, yeah.
1: He just none of the none of the and jokes. Here's were also the other thing. You
0: still see Uma Thurman Poison Ivy cosplay out there. Yes. So that does, you know, hold some yes. weight. Yeah,
1: like he couldn't even, Vel- I mean, Vel- I'm sorry, uh, George Clooney couldn't even land any of the jokes. None of, no. Like, if he could land the jokes and make them funny, I would have been like, okay, I see where they're going with this, but honestly, it just, it fell flat.
0: Well, one of the big things that I remember is, like, when they're bidding on Poison Ivy for whatever diamond The bat thing, card. The bat card. Don't that's leave home almost with that. yeah. as bad as the, uh, what's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah, it's just, it's bad. I mean, at least the I'm rich was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Number nine, Blood Rain, 2005, directed by Uwe Bell, uh, starring Christina Loken and Michael Madsen and uh, Matthew Davis. Uh, After escaping a freak show, a vampire joins a group of vampire slayers to exact revenge on the man who raped her mother. Now, this one is not bad.
0: It's terrible. It's
1: terrible, but better than Batman. Well,
0: well, I mean... Not
1: much better. So... When Michael Madison is the best part of the movie.
0: It, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so I have a lot of problems with this. I actually played the Blood Rain video games. As did I. Which mm, I really did like. Me and too. And she wasn't a vampire. She was a half vampire. Half vampire. Um, and because this vampire raped her mother, so she's getting revenge. She was part of a freak show, which I thought was really stupid. Yeah. Yeah the one thing that i remember the most out of this is there's a weird sex scene and um the main guy i'm blanking on his name in the movie but michael madsen Madsen rips off this leather bustier and i'm like even back then before i really delve into like construction of garments and like materials there's no way in fucking hell, that would, would happen. happen.
1: We all know that was movie magic, but
0: right? I understand, but that is so unrealistic. And maybe, but as I said, this is back in what, 2006, uh, 2005?
1: 2005.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything about garment construction back then. So, I mean, how old were you in 2005? 2005, I was 17. So that was way I'm before so you were so old. <laughs> um, and then you have this weird little thing where she has to go get specific items.
1: So there was like a, yeah, there was like a, like a treasure hunting. It had a, it didn't have it exactly like an identity crisis, but it was not, it was kind of all over the place.
0: It, it was really more like a bad D&D campaign.
1: Yes. Yeah, I will
0: agree with that. And And bad
1: in many ways. Well, not
0: only that, but you have her specific weapons, and I'm blanking on what they're actually called. Yeah, I uh, I don't particularly remember. But the way they're designed, the fight scenes where she was working with them... Like it was like katink katink katink, and like I'm literally doing like the yeah. Maria he, he yeah. Maria oh, yeah. uh, movements, and that's how painful it was. Yeah, I the mean, choreography is was so was really, robotic. Is really bad, and there's
1: like five Blood Rain movies.
0: Well, I know there's a second one because there's a second one which I was shocked about um, is on Amazon Prime yes, it right is now, on Prime. and when doing research for this actually looking up you know who directed and who's starring and all of that like i was just shocked how many there were there's yeah there's like 5 of them
1: they're, and they just keep on get, they keep on getting worse like you i mean you, like you, i you
0: understand directive video which i mean that shows my age right but like the dialogue was terrible you had
1: it doesn't get any better robotic
0: acting and you have the overly simplistic Um, fight choreography, which it's it's based off of a fairly violent video game. It's a really
1: violent video game. You would
0: think that you would have some sort of choreography. Wouldn't you put emphasis on that?
1: But no, there's not. I've seen a few of these and they don't get any better. They probably get a little oh, worse.
0: God, I just, and that's
1: saying something. And this is just the first
0: one. This is not like your Blood Rain 5 or whatever the hell yeah. is out there. I just, because you actually said, oh, we should watch Blood Rain 2. And I'm like, I couldn't get past the first one. <laughs> like, I own the DVD of the first one. Shame. Like, I, I am shame. Shame. But it was I was a fan of the video games. So like I was like, you oh this is it. so yeah. cool. Oh, no. And even back then I'm like, oh it's so cool and then it gets to that weird sex scene You're and like, I'm like, ugh, really? Well, even the ending and I'm not trying to put any spoilers, the ending is really like Like La- it's lackluster. It is, it is very it's lackluster gonna, I hate
1: that like I'll take a bad movie as long as it has a good ending. I you know what I hate worse than that? is a good movie. Like the movie is great. Cast is awesome. The story is wonderful. And then you get to the end and it's just like, wah, wah. And you're the like,
0: ending of Merlin.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Or whatever that shrinking movie is with Matt Damon, where they shrink all the people down. I never down. saw a lot, uh, The movie. Downsize? Downsize? The movie is amazing. It's great. The story is good.
0: I just thought it sounded stupid. So I it's never actually watched a, it. it. It's
1: a pretty good movie. The ending is so lackluster, it made me hate the entire movie.
0: I always hate it when that happens.
1: When it's just like, oh, the movie's so good. And then you're like, oh, that's just disappointing. Like they ran out of money or something.
0: I I really don't know. I can
1: excuse it if the entire movie's bad, like this one. Like, I can excuse it because, well, the entire movie's bad. Then I, of course, I'm going to assume that the ending is going to be bad. But when you get a good movie... And then the endings man, you're like, what happened? Why, why 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 is it like this?
0: Yeah, they always say endings are the hardest, but I just ah, that one was that one was terrible. Yeah. Alright, number eight on our list is Transylvania 65000, released in 1985, directed by Rudy De Luca. Also, he is the writer a tabloid newspaper sends two journalists on a mission to investigate the Frankenstein monster sightings in Transylvania or get fired. But things are not as they seem as more than just Frankenstein is sighted. Uh, this stars, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Ed Bailey Jr., Carol Kane, and Jeffrey Jones. So
1: the mo- the cast is great. I was one year old by one years old, by the way, when this came out. Uh, the cast is really great. You would think with that kind of cast, man, I felt like this was a paycheck. They they telephoned, no pun intended, they telephoned this movie in.
0: This was such a bizarre movie. It was
1: so bizarre. Like It wasn't even that it was bad. It was
0: bad. But it was bad in like... Not quite like...
1: It was bad in like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of way.
0: This definitely needed to be on Mystery Science Theater.
1: Like, uh, they... Oh, man. They would have a field day with this movie. And I feel like that might have been...
0: (laughs) Well, the one thing about this one... Again, no spoilers, but the ending does like wrap everything up. It does, yeah. And it gives a lot of closure. Yeah. And basically, as I said, you know, not everything is as it seems. No. And of course, you have a lot of the myths in Transylvania and. They go and they stay at a castle that is being no, it's actually a castle. Is it a real castle? I don't remember. um, That was um, supposedly haunted or owned by the Frank, uh, by Doctor Frankenstein or whatever. I remember. Everything was a joke. They really played it up. The whole thing was a joke. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie was nothing but them trolling tourists.
1: Pretty much. Which
0: I mean. I understand. All but... the American
1: actors and their terrible Transylvanian accents.
0: I that one's definitely on purpose.
1: Oh. Like Jeffrey Jones, his was just bad.
0: Oh, Carol Kane was hilarious. Carol movie. Kane
1: was great in it. She played his wife, right? Correct. Yeah, he, she was his wife. Oh, you're giving me this one.
0: I'm giving you that one.
1: Giving me the pleasure. Oh, thank you so very much. Number seven. Would you say that this might be our favorite worst movie? No. No, but it's pretty bad? It's,
0: it's bad.
1: Number seven, and some may argue with where the placement of this movie is, Catwoman, 2004. Ugh. Directed by Pitoff?
0: See, that's a weird thing. I Is, when,
1: it, is he like Cher? He just has one name?
0: I could not. Literally, that's all I could find with the director.
1: Okay. Of course, it's uh, uh, starring Halle Berry, Sharon Stone, and Benjamin Bratt. What a
0: great cast, though. It really was a (laughs) a good good cast. cast.
1: Uh, After a near-death experience, a shy woman is gifted with the speed and agility and senses of a cat. Now she walks the line of villain and hero. This movie walks the line of villain and hero.
0: Yeah, it definitely is... That one is an acquired taste. Uh,
1: you have to have no taste buds?
0: Well, there's that too.
1: <laughs> and I know, we were discussing this before we decided to to record the, the, the cast tonight, is that there's got to be one person out there that enjoys this movie.
0: I mean... It, it it definitely deserves the Razzie Awards. It got, that, oh, um, man. here it says, actually, this thing was nominated for a lot of awards, including worst movie of the year, worst screenplay, <laughs> worst actress. I, I think that one's more what? of a joke.
1: I was like, for um, Berry, numerous, she's amazing.
0: Numerous Razzies. Now she actually accepted yes, the Razzie Awards. She did. Cause she knew how terrible this movie was.
1: She knew she was doing it for a paycheck.
0: Um, And the funniest one is they got the best comedic performance from the Women's Film Critics Circle Awards. And I was just like, I mean, the whole thing was a freaking joke, so I guess I understand.
1: I mean, I would rather sit through this than Blood Rain, though.
0: Uh, Yeah. I would...
1: Well, I don't know. But I mean,
0: here's the I thing. I mean, Blood
1: Rain's a little better on the scale of things that I would rather
0: watch. So, Blood Rain is terrible because it's a low budget film. Yeah. This was a blockbuster film or supposed yeah, to be. Supposed to be. The budget was crazy. But here's the thing, the costuming was so terrible. And I mean, she wasn't wearing anything. She and wasn't. You you have these amazing references to pull from you have eartha Kitch, oh, you right. have julie newmar you have michelle pfeiffer. pfeiffer Yeah. you have all of the comic books that you can pull from and they just they, and then you put her in this weird little cross bikini thing it was, with leather pants it was terrible it's it's it
1: the whole thing is terrible
0: It's the, the design it's was terrible more than uh, terrible you they all knew it too oh they all the knew script it. was absolutely horrendous
1: it's going to be like when they made the E.T. game. We're just going to find landfills full of these DVDs.
0: Probably. They're just
1: like, they're building
0: houses on them. I Well, I mean, at least with the plastic, you could build something out of I it. I know, like oh,
1: coasters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, there's just so many things wrong with this damn movie. It's just not even funny. Melt it down and make other DVDs? Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's definitely and I don't even think it's available to stream anywhere. It's so I don't bad. think
1: so. It's so bad. You'd have to buy it. And God, why would you spend your I hard wouldn't recommend earned, it. How why would you spend your hard earned money on this? I don't know.
0: Speaking of spending your hard earned money on something, our number six is Brom Stoker's Legend of the Mummy, nineteen ninety-eight. Uh, so little uh-huh. background on this one. This was the very first rated R movie I ever saw. Wow. And I grew up in a Christian household. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, they Makes were, sense. my parents were very much like, you must adhere to like the... Um, the Bible, The, well, no, the, um, you have to be 17 or older to uh, to yeah. watch... Um, rated R movies. Yeah. You need to be 13 to watch PG 13 movies. And even if like PG 13 movies had like excessive nudity, I wasn't allowed to see it. Um, so I grew up in that kind of household. Aye. Obviously, as I got older, it got more lax because right. I mean I have like season one through 12 of South Park. <laughs> yeah. So say. It, 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 I, they, I did get lax as they was as I was growing up. But this movie in particular, I was just like, oh, I like Dracula. I. Didn't know Bram Stoker did a mummy movie or mummy book. Are you my mummy? Are you my mummy? Um, turns out he did. I have actually read the book that this is, and I'll put in quotations and large quotations. That it's
1: loosely based off. It is
0: loosely, loosely. based off of the Jewel of the Seven Stars, uh, which after I um, I actually got it on Audible. Mm-hmm. I got an unabridged version. It's a fantastic story. Who narrated it.
1: Do you I don't remember off Probably the top of my British head. Fr- some British actor, yeah. Um,
0: but it was one of those weird things that once I found out this was what that was based off of, mm-hmm. like where where did you pull your ideas? So the synopsis of the movie is an ancient priestess queen awakens from her slumber to exact revenge on the world. Very cliche. Mm-hmm. It is directed by Jeffrey Orbro. I'm mm. sorry if I'm butchering butchering names. It's um, starring Louis Gossett Jr., mm. Amy LeCain, and Eric Lutz. This movie, to me, even though it had a, I think, semi-theatrical release, yes, it, yeah, yeah. it really feels more like a direct-to-VHS movie.
1: So here's a, a question I oppose to you. Which Mummy movie is worse? This one. This one? Oh, yeah. This okay. one.
0: Um, because... First of all, knowing the source material really, really makes it worse. Although, in the 2017 Mummy, I think it was 2017, the one with um, Tom Cruise, Cruise, there is a lot of polling from the Jewel of the Seven Stars, but they don't actually, like, state it. uh, Because one of the big things is this ruby that Mm -hmm. is cut with seven sides, and it has the shape of the egyptian constellation of the plow which we know as the big dipper right and everything kind of circles around this and then astrological um there's astrological alignments Mm -hmm. and she ends up coming back now one of the big things in both the book and in this movie because there's actually another movie um that was done in the 60s Oh, we actually,
1: did, we, did we watch that one? That's the one with the We ring, watched
0: right? that one, but you fell asleep. Not a surprise. And that one actually does um, kind of follow the the book, book a, a little, little bit more, more yeah. except it's actually I think it was done in the seventies. It's like very seventies, as where um, the book is actually written. Doesn't
1: that one have Vincent Price in it? No. Um, we the, watched a lot of those. We watched
0: book. a lot of lot of those eras because yeah. I love that era. Yeah. Um, the book is written back in the uh, Victorian era which were, there was a big boom of uh, Egyptology. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there, there was a lot of playing off of that. Uh, the one big thing, though, with the blood from the mummy's tomb that I remember that really mm-hmm. bothered me is obviously the queen was played by a white woman. And um, when <laughs> she was laying in the sarcophagus, uh-huh. like she's completely untouched, which is part of the mythos. Mm-hmm. And they they actually had her mummified um legend of the mummy Uh and in then she's like completely white and she has this weird um breast piece but her under boob is exposed and you have like this gold underwire like supporting her it was so stupid and i just remember how pale she was and just being like really that's that's bad but um Smoker's the legend of the mummy she is an actual mummy. She actually has the seven fingers oh, because yeah. back in the mm. um, '60s or '70s, whenever that one was uh, done, it would have been a lot harder to do the fingers. Yeah. Uh, you have a little bit more set. It's kind of based in they say a gothic manner. Put that in huge quotations. Yeah. It's basically your like stereotypical scary house that you would see in like '90s uh, television. Right. It's just a really bad movie, all in all. And there's a sequel.
1: Oh, really? Come on. Who would want to fund that?
0: I actually have the sequel. Oh, you would? I have the sequel because I only paid like, I think I paid a dollar for it, but That's I paid three dollars shipping to get it. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> so you paid four dollars. Four
0: dollars for this thing. And it's not even in a full DVD case. It's in that like really, really thin like Sleeve. It's definitely like direct to VHS. And I will put it that way. Video. Wow. It is absolutely terrible i haven't seen the sequel yet even though i do own it uh,
1: f- number five is red Sonia, 1985 yet again was one year old uh directed by richard fleischer i'm gonna say that starring arnold schwarzenegger and bridget nielsen and uh Sandi bergman hmm uh let's see here uh is a on a quest for revenge the uh for the death of her family red sonya must stop the tyrannical rule of queen gerad gerad
0: gerad i think is, what is
1: yeah now this is supposed to be what like
0: a sequel female version of conan basically it's basically a female version of conan interestingly enough and i have a note there oh um, yeah sorry that they completely left out who created red Sonia, and they put reference to the creators of conan the barbarian by accident so there is actually like an actual error because they reference Conan the barbarian did you
1: say COVID?
0: COVID. COVID, COVID the, the Barbarian. barbarian. That's who we need in this,
1: in this time is COVID <laughs>
0: I mean at this point I'd watch it.
1: I would watch that movie.
0: I just see like Toxer Avenger played by Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: I if that movie isn't made after all this, I am going to be disappointed.
0: It probably will be. Yes.
1: But this movie is pretty damn terrible. Like Arnold can't even save this movie.
0: Well, actually his wife at the time was quoted as saying that this movie is so bad if it doesn't ruin your career, nothing will.
1: Yeah, that's saying something. It didn't. It only took him to become governor of California.
0: Yeah, that that's true. Uh, but you know, the actual fight choreography, though, I will say, was pretty good. Uh, it definitely is your high fantasy. Oh yeah,
1: it was definitely your. It, here's the thing: if you can leave aside a lot of the stuff, it's a great high fantasy movie. So that's a that's a thing. Like, I would. If you gave me a list of five high fantasy movies and it was like Conan and then Red Sony with Summers in the Middle, I would say Conan every day. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, the she was. The effects for the time was were very good. I mean, it was, it's, it's I very felt cheesy. Like it was the same people who did Conan. It, it, I believe it was, was the same, listening. at least the same studio that did Probably. Conan. Yeah. But the acting was decent, it was just poorly written. Yeah. Now the fight scenes, as I said, were good. There yeah. is a really weird part because you have this like little prince who is really a little shit through the half through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a part where Arnold pulls him up and is like holding up by the um, scruff of a shirt, mm-hmm. and you can clearly see the wire. Like,
1: that's the second movie he's done where you did that. There's a movie called Commando where he's like holding a guy by his leg over like a. Like a trench almost, and you can clearly see
0: the wire. Yeah, I mean clearly see it. I'm like you you have that every once in a while, and I understand it's hard to it edit is. it. Costuming was pretty good. The story was really weird though. Yeah. Um you had the obviously the evil queen who wanted power, cliche, blah blah blah. blah she was yeah. a sorceress. Right. The battle scene between her and Red Sonia was Decent, a little anticlimactic if I remember correctly.
1: My thing is, if you you want that, you just watch Conan 2, that has a better, (laughs) true, better evil queen in it.
0: Yeah, that is true. Although, one of the arguments you could say, and I didn't like this one when I read it that uh, the Evil Queen and Red Sonia were kind of fighting over Conan, because that wasn't at all part of the storyline. So, I don't know. It it was a pretty bad movie. Definitely deserves to be on this list. Definitely deserves to be on this list,
1: and exactly
0: where it is. Speaking of things that deserve to be on this damn list, is The Dark Tower. Oh, God. Brought out in 2017. This... A young man has a vision of a dark tower from another dimension, and he must team up with a gunslinger to stop the mad warlock from opening the gates of hell. It is directed by, and I'm totally going to butcher this, so I do apologize, uh, Nicola Arcel, starring uh, Matthew McConaughey, Idris Elba, and Tom Taylor. Do you want to start with this one? Holy hell. It
1: felt. Like a giant Lincoln commercial.
0: <laughs> so I actually want to say oh. I had to, to for plagiarism reasons, I had to kind of put my own spin on the synopsis of the story. Yeah. This story has no story. It has no story.
1: This is coming from one of the best novel series ever written.
0: The way I can explain this movie is if they just released Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 and didn't do any, any of the other, other movies. movies.
1: And only did a court and put, tried to put all of it in a half hour.
0: <laughs> I mean, this movie was so freaking condensed. And I
1: feel so bad for Andrew Zahala because he did a great job. Well, the
0: acting was great.
1: The movie was just plain terrible.
0: Now, a lot of the cinematic elements were really cool. But the movie itself had nothing. You basically bastardized an entire series.
1: I I uh, I cried for Stephen King. Not only have I read all of the Dark Tower series, I've read all the comic
0: books. No, I have so the comic books. I've I, read the series. I know
1: series. just about everything about this series. And I I almost physically wept.
0: It is. I I would have. Because I actually read the Dark Tower comics. I was able to get a hold of them. Oh,
1: so good. And when I
0: watched it, I was Mm -hmm. like, this isn't even the same thing.
1: Yeah, no. It's not dark. As dark as it could be. Because the books are dark. They don't put the name and the title for a reason. And the cast could not... Matthew McConaughey couldn't even save this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, no one could save that movie
1: yeah like right. if i were stephen king i would have sued
0: them i uh, i wish he would have because this movie was just that terrible
1: you give me all the good ones
0: actually i think i'll have you do both uh the other two because i want to talk about the number one
1: <laughs> okay uh, number three is samurai cop nineteen eighty nineteen ninety one. 1991 jesus Directed by Amir Sherevan. Shervin. Hmm.
0: I believe he was the writer too, correct? Right, yeah,
1: he's also the writer. Starring uh, Ro- uh, Robert Zadar, Matthew Caratus, uh Janice Farley, and Mark Fraser. Um, when a renegade Yucosa gang, the Katana, starts a drug trade in LA, it's up to two cops to stop them at all costs. This movie... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, first of all, <laughs> let, let's talk about the name. So you have a offshoot of the Yakuza, which right, most people know. Right. But they're called the Katanas. Pardon my language, but are you fucking kidding me? Right. You couldn't think of anything, anything else?
1: No, there's there no, there was no thought process in this. And there was only one guy with a sword. There was only one guy. Well, Robin Zadar is the only one with a sword.
0: Um, you have... First of all, it was the Asian parts were almost like painfully racist. Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand it's the 90s, and I do, for the most part, kind of forgive a lot of things, but this was just unforgivable. It's uh, it like was, it was, it was so really bad. so bad and so painful. Now, there was that one guy, well, it was dark. uh, yeah, who was really, really good, yep. but then all the other roles were just terrible. Also, this is like clearly early 90s because the leading man is like this Fabio type character. Yeah. And I believe he even had long hair, right? Yeah,
1: but it looked like he was wearing a bad wig. He was wearing a bad uh, wig. there, There were parts where he would wear a hat over his long hair. Which made it look more like a wig.
0: Yeah, it was it was bad. And the
1: tasteless underwear scenes.
0: Well, you had the odd sex scenes, which I mean, they are from the nineties, so yeah, they're going to be awkward. But but this it was took it like to
1: another level. Well, here's
0: the thing: like it was so. You did not show any male parts whatsoever. I no. think really it was Jerry Maguire one of the first that actually showed like somewhat male nudity yeah i think so um which kind of broke the mold mm-hmm. for that but like you have to realize i i don't recommend watching this movie it's absolutely terrible please
1: please don't watch any of these <laughs> movies we don't, we, we're not saying that you should we're just telling you that they're out there and to avoid them
0: if you if you want to share in our pain because misery loves company then go right and go right ahead please but the one thing I saw with this entire thing is during these sex scenes, because, you know, women could be topless all they want. Oh, it's yeah. all the the appeal the for the men. But I just see this poor intern, like, adjusting the sheets, making sure that the guy's ass is completely covered. Her, yes. And you didn't show any leg. It was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it was
1: so bad. It was so... It was so. I've seen some good early 90s movies.
0: This was, this was every bad... Well, I actually really think this trope. was the uh, the movie that we actually got our category of trash cinema. Yes. Because they said this is like the height of trash cinema oh, in the trailer. Is. It truly really is. is.
1: And there, you know there's like four sequels.
0: Oh, I know. I can't... I couldn't <laughs> do it. I really couldn't do <laughs> it. No.
1: Maybe if there was a video that gave us like a taste of like all the rest of them, maybe.
0: I mean, if we really want to go down that dark road, we could, but... It's super (laughs) bad. And not only that, the fight choreography obviously was clearly early 90s and just absolutely horrid. And the big thing is you have this big Fabio-like character who's supposed to be a trained samurai, which I say, if you're actually, if you're white and you're trained in the samurai arts or in the different martial arts, that's fine. But like they actually said that he's like one of the last samurai, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it was just so, so over He's not even on Steven Seagal's level.
1: Like he's and not even on
0: Casper Van Dam's level.
1: Whoa! Oh, like this was that's
0: so bad. Say something.
1: This movie is so <laughs> oh bad. I, poor I, Casper Van.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Casper Van Dam, but goddamn, this I'm, movie! I, I
1: don't even think I think we're saying his name right. Is it Casper Van D- Tobin or is no, it ben, Casper Van, Van Dam? Is it like yeah. wow? Is he the same name as Jean Claude Van Damme?
0: Yeah wow i believe let me double check Yeah, let's double check on that i'm gonna feel really stupid i'm pretty sure it's casper van damme
1: no. live up to john claude van damme's name Who's
0: actually pretty amazing. Yeah, no, Casper Van Damme. Wow. Starship yeah. Troopers. Wow. Uh, as I said, one of the movies that I wanted to bring on here um, was The Omega Code, which is absolutely terrible. Um, but he was Brom Van Burnt in uh, Sleepy Hollow.
1: Oh, my God, he was. Yeah. Holy so, yeah, God. it's
0: Casper Van Damme. Okay. Oh, Tarzan and the Lost City. Oh, dear God.
1: Oh, uh, let's let's let
0: us not let us. <laughs> there
1: might be a second, for another list. Oh,
0: we're going to have a whole oh, bunch of don't these.
1: Don't worry, there oh, might there be another one. Be a- Watch We're gonna that go one
0: at your own risk.
1: risk. On to one from bad oh my God. to worse. Number two on our list of 10 top worst movies of all time. We couldn't even get through this one. Robo Vampire. Stop. This is directed by Godfrey Ho, starring Robert, Robin Mackey, Nyan Watts, and Harry Miles. I don't even know who any of these people are. Yeah, this was...
0: It was it When did this come out?
1: 1988. After being shot in the line of duty, a narcotics uh, agent, Tom Wilde, undergoes an unorthodox experiment to be brought back to life to finish an ex- uh, extremely dangerous assignment. We could not even finish this movie.
0: Yeah, but this one definitely needed to be talked about. It is available on Amazon Prime. Not recommended. <laughs> Watch at your own peril. So you have this really strong drug cartel feel to it. Yeah, I believe the original origin. I know it was filmed in China or yeah. in uh, Hong Kong. I believe. Yeah. I believe the actual origin was China. Yeah. So you have horrible dubbing, which could have been on purpose. Which I, I don't mean, think it,
1: it was, but it could have been.
0: Uh, I don't know. It kind of worked with it. But you have these, and I'll put in major quotations, vampires.
1: The hopping.
0: They didn't do any type of martial arts. They hopped around. With their arms out, like Like zombies, like the mummy, like Mm -hmm. you you see, like the Scooby Doo mummies, like with the arms right out. Oh, that's exactly what they are. But then the weird thing is, a couple of them were stored in a bottle, like a gin. Yeah, and there's a weird sorcerer who conjures them, and then they like use cocaine to like keep them sedated, like. And then you have, see, the problem I have with this movie is you have the main character which didn't come in until like what 40 no not 40 about 30 minutes minutes after the movie started we didn't
1: even know what the hell was going on like where does the robot come in with yeah it, it, it
0: was like 30 minutes before we even met the main character and he ends up getting shot and dying so they bring him back as a robot but he's more of like robocop
1: i think that's what they're trying to go for but like Mike, vampire Mike, where's the vampire aspect in this there wasn't any
0: there there really wasn't but now i don't know if they were playing off of like a chinese vampire but i mean <sighs> i
1: don't know this one was beyond bizarre
0: and then not only that you have the two um, cartels yeah. fighting, each fighting each other and, and
1: using vampires, using like
0: vampires, protection. and then you know they're they're put in a uh, like a sedated state, and then you don't wake them up. If you wake them up, they'll attack you. And then something with I think it was cocaine.
1: Yeah, they put like cocaine in their like sarcophagi, and like that's what kept them. But
0: us. I don't know if that was to transfer the drugs.
1: I don't. I don't know. It, it, it was so
0: it unclear. It made sh- no, no sense. sense. Zero sense. Absolutely no minus sense. Minus one sense. Oh, but it's more like minus 50 cents. Yes.
1: it's. That's how bad this is. It, if you can get through this
0: movie, more power to you. Yeah, this one, we had to stop. We had to stop it. It was that bad and switched to something else. Yep. All right. Last on our list. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. we saved the best for last so number one released in 2007 cthulhu Ooh. Uh, i mean
1: we've seen some bad movies but this one kind of takes the cake.
0: a seattle history professor's mother dies and he must return to his childhood home to deal with the estate forced to deal with his estranged father and his bizarre cult Leads to apocalyptic disasters.
1: There is nothing in this that is about the apocalypse.
0: Well, it actually technically is. It was
1: an apocalypse of my taste (laughs) in movies.
0: (laughs) So So this was directed by Daniel Gildark. And it is starring Jason Cottle, Dennis Kleinsmith, Joe Sharpio. Sharpero? Sharpero?
1: Maybe.
0: Maybe. Sorry, I'm terrible with names. But the one that really should have tipped it off was Tori Spelling.
1: Tori Spelling, yeah. If she's in it, then you know it's going
0: to be bad. Um. So, I do give this one a little bit of leniency because it was the director's very first movie. But that's about where it stops. That's about where it stops. So... If it hasn't been clear, I'm a huge fan of the Lovecraftian mythos. Mm -hmm. This movie has absolutely nothing to do with Cthulhu.
1: Nothing. Not even was it uh, Innsmouth. It has nothing to do with it. Well, a a little bit.
0: It really plays out more like Shadows over Innsmouth, which would be more of the cult of Dagon. I
1: wish this movie would stay Dagon.
0: (laughs) I wish it would be gone. First off, the opening scene, the only part that has anything to do with Cthulhu is he has a dream like the opening sequence of a monstrous tentacled mouthed creature. So think of Davy Jones. Yeah. Um not even. And then he wakes up and he's in bed with another man. So this is an LGBT film.
1: Which Which were like
0: Okay. Which, the first time I watched it, somehow I missed that.
1: And then we watched, I
0: watched it with you and we're like, I was like, is this, is this an LGBTQ? What's going on? Well, I missed. I somehow missed the beginning of it. Yeah. Then he wakes up with someone, um, and he, he gets a call. His mother passed away, mm-hmm. and then the trick says, "Hey, can I borrow like twenty bucks to get back to my ho- or back to my apartment?" Like that was just like way too realistic. Yeah. And I was like, "That's that's really shitty." And he goes back to his old home, which. Yeah you know once you leave and go back it's always a little awkward especially if you left under bad terms but it really was more of an allegory for you know an overly zealous christian family even though he's definitely part of a cult right um there's a whole lot of weird things that happen then you have Mm -hmm. this weird thing where tori spelling's trying to get pregnant and going after a character who is clearly gay clearly um because her husband was in a car accident or something and was in a wheelchair and of course there's an old fling that you know they fooled around in high school but it wasn't gay it just felt good it it, 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 it was just all over just, the freaking just, place it
1: just felt like one of those like kind of coming of age like lgbt movies not a call of
0: cthulhu movie well, it really it had nothing to do with like the you could have actually taken out like the love interest part. Yeah. And actually just had a you know a bad like D-list horror movie. Really? Because yeah. there's also a part where he goes into the underground and there's some things with horrible effects.
1: Oh, the 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 kids?
0: The the like the fish kids fish or fish kid things. Fish I don't even things. know. Yeah. The ending leaves a lot to be desired oh yeah uh it's it it just it's a classic example of you don't really understand the source material no and he
1: wanted i think my my thought on this is is that he wanted to make like some kind of like love movie or whatever and then somebody was like well that's not going to play so you got to do something else so he's like well i'll slap some cthulhu mythos on it
0: i i don't really i think he's like oh well cthulhu's popular and i i mean he clearly actually read some of lovecraftian yeah, literature because as i said it does play a lot like shadows over Innsmouth, right but especially the end it, it just well the end really does the but i mean really the is. whole thing like after you actually like really look at it and analyze it which is painful because painful. it's it's really a bad mo- movie. It's you so would see bad. that he clearly understood, like, from a story stand part. Oh, yeah. There's story... What's the word? Stand? Yeah. No, Sto- so. Story point? Yeah. But you didn't understand, like, the overall story. Right. So, like, no. you read it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay, we'll make, like, a oh, a weird horror Which If you've ever watched any LGBT horror movies, I mean, they are... God-awful. The
1: horror movies themselves.
0: <laughs> the, actually, there is one movie that should be on this list that is so painful to get through, but I'd have to look up what the title was, and I try to block that one out. I don't want
1: to. No, <laughs> I, I want to try to sleep tonight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's it for our list. I know this is a longer episode. Sorry, we we kind of droned on, but...
1: We had to with these movies. Uh, these
0: movies definitely needed to get out there. Watch at your own risk. Misery loves company.
1: Please so, let us know what you thought.
0: Yeah, if you watch any of these or if you've seen any of them, you know, let us know what you guys think. You can tweet us at O oh, Midnight Roll. And uh, if you have any movies that are this level of bad that you Please think we should let watch, us let us know.
1: Uh, next week on the show, we have uh, Shakespeare who teaches us how not to live in a tragedy.
0: Ta ta. Ta ta.
1: Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at omidnightroll. Also, feel free to like, rate, and review us wherever podcasts are located. Until next time, good morning and memento more.